0: Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All
1: right, welcome into the Late Show here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Thanks for listening. On the airwaves until 9 o'clock with Christopher Tubbs producing. He's back in the building, and I'm happy to have you guys along for the ride. Uh, we got a lot of stuff that we'll get into here over the course of the next three hours. But I wanted to start with the topic that's Extremely controversial. Christmas cards. (laughs) Christmas cards. uh, A controversial topic. Christmas cards. And sending them out. Christmas cards are not something that I think that anybody out there should be taking for granted. I believe that Christmas cards, and just during the holiday season, you send out physical cards. Versus this, this digital stuff that folks want to do utilizing technology. I know that technology that we can continue to send out things. But that's just a shortcut. And I'm not for the shortcuts over the holiday season. Physical holiday Christmas cards are the way to go. They're personal. It takes time. It's being thoughtful. I remember years ago, excuse me, former NBA player, Georgetown, Hoya Great, Johnny Newman, sending my father a Christmas card in the mail. I am not somebody that is about the life of the digital cards. I will not send out a digital card. I will send you an actual holiday card. I think that that's the way to go. And according to a study in London, eight in 10 people who celebrate Christmas say real-life cards are more sentimental than digital ones. Yes! Yes, in my world, digital cards are not the way to go. Now, have I received one this holiday season? Yes, I've received one. But that is something that I think is more okay if you are a company. Like, for instance, the Minnesota Timberwolves. If they're sending out a digital card to you as a season ticket holder, that makes sense. And I think that some of the teams will even still, your sales rep will send out an actual physical card. But are you guys with me? Or you like, no, I'm not wasting money. I'm not doing that. I'm not actually putting a card in the mail. Lake, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of funds. I'm going to utilize a shortcut. 651 461 I want a physical card. I know that my dad, each and every Christmas holiday, he'll probably send out about 150 holiday cards, if not more. 150 oh if not more really I'm dead serious wow okay T- to me when you receive that in the mail it- it's people they're taking out their time to say I'm thinking about you here over the course of the holidays and I- and I'll tell you this and this is something and this is going back years you know many years not m- I-, I shouldn't say many years I-, I would say within the last six or seven or eight years okay my dad has received cards that went to his house that were sent and labeled for my mother. My mother's been gone for nineteen years and and but th- that is not a thing and no no no, not offended by that
2: no 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 I, I, a, just, I, I just that, I'm not I'm amazed th- by it
1: that that makes me feel a certain way when my dad says I received a card from somebody that maybe my mother hadn't talked to in years or a former co-worker that lived in another part of the country whatever like say, that means that they're thinking about her. yes that's, yes I mean that's pretty cool that's that that means a lot but is anybody out there saying no I'm I'm gonna do the digital thing I'm not for the physical cards and in the UK they did the survey of 2000 adults they found putting up um the Christmas tree 40 percent eating with all the family on Christmas Day, 37%, and watching, you know, these movies, you know, the Christmas movies, those top the list of traditions most important to people. But for my father, I'll tell you this right now, sending out that Christmas card to all these different states, to all these different people from all over the country, that means something to him. That means a lot. Where he's sitting down there, and to me, with him, it's, 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 it's something to do. My dad's retired, clearly, right? Like, you know, he's, you know, been widowed for 19 years. It gives him something to do, but it also, to me, I think is an opportunity for us to reflect. It's a reflection time.
2: Don't you feel like it's a way to connect, too, though? It's a way to, Absolutely. to, to connect on that personal level?
1: Yes. I, I, that's the reason why I'm, I'm going to always be pro the physical Christmas cards, and I know that people will be like, well, hold on, your dad's wasting money on stamps. He loves it. And I'm not saying that everybody can do it, but I think it's something to do. I think it's a great thing. And the way I look at it, my dad's investing in the postal service. <laughs>
2: <laughs> See, everybody everybody needs something. Well. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's great. Like we do you send out Christmas cards like every year, Henry? Do, I do you do don't. it or you do? No, I, okay, no. Okay, we and the reason that I'm at you know, it's not that I'm checking the mail every day waiting for hours. By the way, do you have my address? You know, never mind. Here's the thing about like all of these Christmas cards that people are giving or are, are not giving. As we go to the digital age, it just seems like it's an attachment on an email. Is really all the digital card is. And I get enough emails with attachments every single day. And if I don't recognize it, guess what? I'm probably not going to open it because sometimes I'm not, I don't like to open up something if I don't exactly know who or where it's from. We used to send out Christmas cards. I mean, maybe, I mean, not like a, what'd you say? Your dad sends out 150. I thought we sent out a lot,
1: maybe even more than
2: that. Oh, see, I thought we sent out a lot at like maybe 50. You know, And over the course of time, as we've been sending out less and less, I think because people are sending less and less. So it's like not to say that, okay, well, if we don't get one, we're not going to send you one. Like we've got the immediate family and friends that we send it to. Mm-hmm. But kind of those the, – the, the secondary tier of, of family and friends, like if we don't get one, we're not offended if we don't get one, but we won't send one back. So, I mean, we're maybe – we're maybe down to 20. and I'm a not year. even
1: saying you got to get one back that, that, that if you send one, you know, oh, we're an I, eye I, for an eye. absolutely. I'm not, I'm not saying that everybody has to do that, but but the text line, there's a bunch of people weighing in here. Uh, Thank you, Henry. Henry, you're correct. It shows you care enough to take the time to do it. Another one from the 507. Don't agree with you a lot, Henry. Thanks for listening, but you're exactly right on Christmas cards. This one from the 612. We're mailing out 40 cards again mm-hmm. to relatives and friends. I think that that's the way to go. It it is a personal thing. I think that that if you are a small business or a company or something like that, I totally get that. Because look, you're, you're well, this one from the 952, He's not wasting his money on stamps. It it uh. It brings some joy. It maybe brings someone else joy. Yeah, I, that's the way that I view There's it. There's nothing
2: like getting a Christmas card. Like you get a Christmas card from somebody, it
1: just it makes you feel good. What, what do we say? Tis the season. Tis and the we, season. And we talk about joy. Yeah, I, that's the way that I view this. But you know, I, I think that it's to the me, small things. To, to me, the the bigger thing that I'm trying to say with all of this, and you can weigh in also if you want to call in six six five one four six one nine two two six. Is that there are certain things, and in, and in, 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 maybe I'm just getting nostalgic about it. There are certain traditions that I want to keep moving forward. Seriously, oh no I, question. And I'm not trying to be anti new age and new things and, and and digital this and digital that. Yeah, there are some things that I that yeah you're gonna you're gonna see happen. But there's something about getting that Christmas card. One of my friends, um, Stacy, she lives in Eden Prairie. She will send out a Christmas card every single year of her and her kids. And I think it's awesome. Yeah. Your reaction, your thoughts, 651 461 9226. This is The Lake Show, your only good neighbor. Ho, ho, ho. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show, News Talk 830 WCCO. I mean, people can send us Christmas cards here to the station. We get mail here from time to time. We do. By the way, the person that wanted to to me to get the Obama autograph thing what? oh yeah, I forget I if they're listening, maybe they can call in. I, I lost that that paper you um, you gave me. You gave me the information. I, I totally forgot about it. But we're talking about Christmas cards. I believe that it's something that none of us should take for granted. I believe in that personal touch of of if you're somebody that believes in sending out a physical card, more power to you! I think it's super cool. I think it's it, it brings up you know um, old school tradition with regards to the holiday season. I know that my dad will do it probably till the day that he dies, and I love everything about it. The tax line has weighed in. Pretty much everybody is on the same page uh, for the most part. Uh, this one, the six five one, my dad they say is eighty seven. Getting mail makes his day. I send them cards with articles all year. That's uh, this awesome. One, this one from the 612. I used to send cards every year and included the Christmas letter. As my children were growing up, there, were, uh, there was lots of news to share. I love getting Christmas cards, especially, it's kind of broken up, especially really beautiful ones. I appreciate the effort very much, but I really, really appreciate if there is more than their signature on the card. I have a lot of thank yous to send to people who have been amazing in my life, and I do plan on sending something this year. I better get going. That's awesome. That's great. That is awesome from the six one two. That That's – I'm telling you, man, it's that personal – and you're, they're right, that personal touch is pretty awesome. Now, now, I do want to say this, though, and I, I think that the texter – I think that that's awesome what they said. I don't think that every single one, though – In terms of that that personal touch, you don't have that same connection with so many people. That It depends on how many cards you're sending out. So, like, for instance, with my dad. Do I think that out of the, let's just say that the number is 150, right? That he's going to have a personal note to every single person that he sent a card to? No, because he's not going to have that same... That same connection. Yeah, that same connection with everybody there. But... It kinda of makes me feel a certain way, man, when somebody has sent something to my father, whether it was five years ago or ten years ago, and it was to it was made out to my mom and he gets it, that lets you know that my loved one that's no longer here was loved by somebody.
2: And it's and it's personal. Yes. It, it's personal to you, it's personal to your mom, it's personal to your dad. And again, it, it does, it it shows the impact that you've got on somebody. So many years later that they're still it's so much top of mind that they remember somebody around the holidays.
1: Let me ask you this. Are, yeah. And this All is right. this another, I guess, another thing with regards to the physical Christmas cards that I guess just kind of piques my my interest. And And the question is, do you think that it's more of a family thing as opposed to a single person thing?
2: Yeah, I, I do. I, I do. I, I think, but there are, you know, there are friends of mine that are single that have enjoyed mm-hmm. sending them out. But I do know, and I can just speak from my experience, you know, once we got married and had our daughter, kind of like the, you know, the the texter was saying. It's a way to also update people and you can see the family throughout the year. Like m- when we get our family photos done. Yep one of the things my wife always does is she's always like, okay, I got to find the right ones to put on our Christmas card. Like that is part of getting family photos. So I, I yeah, I, I can see that it's part of, of being a family. Let me kind of flip the script and, and ask you a question okay. on it. Cause you mentioned something earlier about tradition. If we don't send out Christmas cards or if your your kids don't see you sending out Christmas cards, mm-hmm. is there a possibility that this whole, you know m- mailing Christmas cards could become a thing of the past
1: no i don't i don't think i don't, i don't think that you necessarily have to twenty four seven model it for your children i, I don't i don't think that the, i think that if, if if you are somebody that goes out and about and you shop you're going to see it right like i don't, i don't think that I think that the tradition of having it around you and just Getting mail, I think that people notice it. They see it. I don't. I don't think it's a thing where you have to do it necessarily every even every single year. Everybody's different. If somebody uh, if somebody's finances change from one year to ne- maybe maybe next year, my dad doesn't send out 150. Sure. Maybe he sends out 100. You never know.
2: Yeah. Okay. Because I, I was just kind of thinking about it when you're talking about these traditions, and, and just kind of as you know, as our word, world is evolving, and just kind of how things change. And we're now living in a digital age where mail and, you know, when you get something in the mail, it's it's exciting, especially for a kid, because it doesn't happen nearly as often. So it's it's kind of a bigger deal. But, yeah, around Christmas time, if they're not seeing parents mail this out, it's like, is it really that big of a deal? This is the
1: thing. And people can sit here and they can make it seem as though, well, well, hold on, it's you really trying to say it's that big of a deal to go ahead and put a Christmas card in the mail. And that, yeah, I, I do think it is a big deal. Because it is thoughtful, it is something to say about um, the people that you interact with. As easy as, as young people can see that you can receive something from Amazon, right? They mm-hmm. can easily see that you can get a Christmas card in the mail. And by the way, this uh this poll and this survey was done by um the uh the, it's uh, Royal Mail. Uh, And their chief commercial officer, Nick Landon, says, we know that sending cards remains a much-loved tradition, even in a digital world. About twice the amount of mail is posted in December compared with other months. That tells you the magnitude of this. Of those polled, Mm -hmm. 49% of parents feel the need to keep, and this kind of answers a part of your question, 49% of parents, and that's the reason why I, I asked the question about families versus single Forty nine percent of parents feel the need to keep Christmas traditions alive now that they have their own children.
2: Look. Yeah, I, I the, absolutely the, agree with that. One hundred percent.
1: The same way that most people believe in putting up a Christmas tree, it's no different than people that want to go ahead and put a, a card in the mm-hmm. mail.
2: Yeah. If, if you value it enough, you will make it a priority around the holidays and you will make sure that those that you really want to include in your list. Do you feel as things have kind of changed as well, Henry? If you don't get a Christmas card from somebody, do you, like maybe you used to, do you feel slighted?
1: No. Okay. Not at all. Not at all. Okay. Not, not at Cause, all. Because
2: I know some people, like if we don't send them, they're like, well, why didn't you send me one? And it's like, are we just we just don't send out as many as we used to mm-hmm. I was just kind of wondering like if you nope. know you get them and all of a sudden you're like hey I'm not getting one from this person
1: I don't think I don't think that that's something that you should hold against anyone Yeah I don't either in, in, terms, I don't of, either. in terms of not getting a christmas card like I, and I we've seen that though like like you'll see people that will take it that will take it personal and I don't think that you should take it personal if you don't receive and it, you shouldn't have to receive one to give one it's just something that's on your heart. If you're thinking about somebody, I think it's something that you should share.
2: Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. And there's, you know, somebody that came in, you know, such a price, such a small price to bring joy, you know, not keeping a tally. No, yeah, no, we we don't keep a tally. I was just, I was kidding about that. No, we don't. Over the course of time, you do have a tendency to scale back. But yeah, I, I feel like it really is the thought. And I kind of get this, this underlying thread. It's like, it's such a minor thing that can mean so much to somebody. And you don't know like how that might change their day, how my, how that might brighten their day. So one little gesture of giving over the holidays can make a major difference to somebody.
1: Yeah. 651-461-9226. Two, two, Coming up next, um, I, I know that the news broke yesterday with regards to Brayden Carrington um, just taking a leave of absence from the Minnesota Golden Gopher basketball program. Um, wh- what is the real reason behind it? Have we learned more um, in the 24 hours since this story broke? Is it more than just you know taking a break because of mental health? Andy Greeter from the Pioneer Press. He joins us next, and I'll ask him that question. Carrington, wide open three from the corner, and the shot still not falling like earlier this young season for Carrington, but did not it on the defensive end, active hands. All right, that's the voice of Corey Provis on the Big Ten Network. Braden Carrington, in the news yesterday, he sent out a tweet, there's areas of my life I'm looking to improve and must step away from the program and put myself first. I plan on returning to the team when the time is right. For now, please respect my space and allow me to ultimately do what's best for me. Thank you, Gopher fans. I still have questions. And who do we have on now to talk about Gopher basketball and specifically about Brayden Carrington? Andy Greedy from the St. Paul Pioneer Press. He joins us now on the John Schuster Call Banker Hotline. First off, Andy, a happy holidays to you and yours. But. Braden Carrington, this I think that this caught many of us off guard. Um, there's no way to actually kind of like see this coming. I don't think for the most part. But your initial reaction when you when this when the tweet was sent out and the story started percolating that he was going to take a step back, uh, what do you make of this? Is there any more information that you've heard about uh, since their, the end of their game last night into uh, where we are today?
3: Yeah, so, uh, you know, it came as a surprise to me. Um, You know, Ben Johnson on, uh, was it Monday, talked about keeping the same uh, starting five uh, going into the IEPY game. Um, So that would have included Braden Carrington. Uh, You know, we asked Ben about it after the game and when the decision was made that that Braden was going to take a step back to work on his his mental health and kind of get himself straightened out. And he said he wanted to keep that in-house. He said that he's got a, a strong relationship with Braden, uh, but didn't want to elaborate on that. And, you know, I think it's kind of important to kind of let the kid have his space. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's it's important to kind of give credit that he's telling everybody that he's not doing well or he needs some help or he needs to focus on, on something other than basketball right now. I think it's it's courageous to do that because there's a lot of, Pressure on him to be a to be a performer to be a, a top player. Obviously, he's you know Mr. Basketball uh, from Park Center two years ago uh, is a starter on this team, and I thought he'd been playing improvingly well uh, over the last couple of games, especially uh, defensively, uh, kind of the intangible things. And and uh, so yeah, I think it was a surprise. But I've got the same questions as you, right? And most of my questions are basketball related right how much is is that a part of it or is there something else going on is it academics is it personal and if it's if it's just those things i'm i'm willing to to give him his space and and let him figure it out because you got to remember that he's a you know a 19 year old kid
1: absolutely and ben johnson did say yesterday after the uh after the victory over IUPUI braden showed a lot of courage for him to be able to understand himself and where he's at i'm extremely proud as a coach to have a guy who has the toughness to admit I need a break, and uh, I know Ben. I know you know what he's about. I know he he cares about all of his his, his student athletes, and and I, I'm the same way. Like I, I care about the people that I interact with, and and want the best for them. I, I do wonder though how much of it is just the pressure of expectations. If you know what I mean, Andy, because there's been high expectations for Carrington coming to the University of Minnesota. You referenced and you mentioned that he's a former Mr. Basketball. I think that when you look at him from a physical standpoint, people um, know his high school career and what he was able to do at Park Center High School. And I think that, you know, you know, with all due respect to to the people out there that, that look in and follow college basketball, I think that they're are a lot of people that have expected him to, to play um, at maybe a higher level than what he's done. So I wonder how much of it is just the pressure of I'm in the big 10, I'm playing for the home school, and maybe I'm personally not living up to the hype that everybody else is kind of surrounded around me.
3: Yeah. I mean, that that potentially could be the situation or it could potentially be something we're not talking about at all. Right. Yeah. You know, yesterday when, when this news broke, and I, I don't mean to avoid your answer, Henry. I just I just feel like there was some wild speculation and some crazy negativity uh, around his news yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I just you know I, I want the answers too, right? I mean I, I'm a journalist. I want to try to figure out what's going on, and, and hopefully he's willing to do that uh, at the right time. Um, but until then, you know, I just think it's important to kind of give him his space and, and wonder. Uh, you know, that he can he can do it in, in due course, right? Yep. Because I think he's important to this team, right? He's a starter. He's their best perimeter defender. He's done a great job on some of the opposing team's best perimeter players, completely shutting them down in some cases. And this is a team that, that has had issues in the past over the years, and this is nothing on on Braden's shoulders, but injuries and, and things that have, they've tripped over in years past. And And I think it's important, you know, for Ben to take a step here in year three and, and he's one of their starters. And like I said, a, a key cog in it. So you wonder if it's, you know, kind of a couple of week thing, is it going to be, you know, the rest of the season? Is, I know. It, is it, is it, you know, and, and that's, that's the concern I think is, you know, cause there are, there have been improving signs if you look at it overall uh, for this program. And he's a key piece. Yep. So I think it's more about, about timing and when he's ready and for the, For the health of the program, uh, you hope that it's sooner.
1: Yeah, and I'm not trying to shine any negativity towards Braden Carrington or even the program because you got to do what you got to do. And we're all loving and supportive. I think that – and this is the last thing about Carrington, and then we'll get get back to the rest of the team. I think the thing that shocked me the most about the announcement yesterday was that – the tweet was sent out at three fifteen on a game day. <laughs> that was the part I was, I was like, Whoa, I was like, they have a game tonight. So, so for everybody to kind of like, it kind of, yeah. it kind of magnifies that night's game when it comes out just hours before uh tip off.
3: Yeah, for sure. I thought that was surprising as well. And yeah, when Ben said that, you know, he was going to likely go with the same starting five, it wasn't in response to a question really. It was kind of, I mean, we were talking about health of some of the players like, Darth, like Dawson and Pharrell and and Jack and some of the guys that are dinged up, but he, he said it kind of as a statement, right? So yeah. just, me, just me being willing to speculate on that, I think there was a little bit of a, you know, did this come out of the blue? I, I wonder about that. You know, is this something that, that not, maybe not out of the blue, but something that kind of there was a causation or this was the timing that they – that happened with it. And it was right up against the game because, yeah, obviously for other reasons, you know, you'd, you'd want that at at a time where, you know, it, it's able to breathe and, and it's not, you know, a quote unquote, a uh, distraction or anything like that. So, yeah, yeah. I, I wonder that same thing, you know, I wonder just based on what Ben said on Monday and the timing of it, you know, it seemed a little uh, peculiar, uh, but, you know, just, just to reiterate, you know, I think it's, you know, I, You know, I think it's important, you know, to have that wherewithal, right? Because I remember at times when I was in college and I felt a little off and I was like, well, you know, I just got to suck it up, right? And he's saying, hey, I I need some time to to figure it out. So, so kudos to him. I think that's, like we talked about, I think that's the most important thing that he's willing to, to have the courage, like Ben said, to. To, to try to get himself right and take take some time away from basketball to do so.
1: Yeah, no question. We're talking to Andy Greeter. He covers uh, Gopher basketball and Gopher for athletics for the St. Paul Pioneer Press. He's joining us here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. Now on to last night's game. They defeated IUPUI, just kind of steamrolled them, 101-65. Yeah. to 65. Um, Elijah Hawkins set a Minnesota program record with 17 assists. Wow, where did that come from?
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of crazy to see him break, you know, Ariel McDonald's record that stood for almost 30 years. Uh, But it was something that was been building, right? I mean, Elijah Hawkins had 11 assists against Nebraska and 11 assists against Florida Gulf coast. Uh, So it had been kind of building in this direction. Uh, But to your point, I mean, IEPY was atrocious and that's putting it mildly. I mean, their net rating is 352 out of 362. Uh, I think they've won less than 10 games in the last two and a half years combined uh, and it they looked the part I know they were a little short-handed uh, but yeah they whatever the Gophers wanted uh, the gophers could get there was one time where they had a three on one and they' were pretty much walking the ball up the court and Elijah had this easy pass to Parker Fox for a you know a reverse slam that you know was just for show at that point. Um, but I think it's important the fact that he also had one turnover, right? I think mm-hmm. obviously he had the record that broke a 30-year program record, and people can, can gripe about the competition because Ariel McDonald did it against Wisconsin, and, but I think it's the turnovers, right? I think Ben Johnson has been critical or trying to coach him up to limit the turnovers, to be focused on going from zero miles an hour to 60 and not trying to go from zero to 100, and I think that's important because he's, he, he's got great pace uh, but it's just got to have a governor on it. And I think you saw that last night to be able to do that. You know, Ben Johnson was, I think, about, you know, 10, 12, 13 years old uh, when Ariel McDonald was setting that record and, and showing out at the barn. And he and said that, you know, he's gotten to know Ariel over the years and he's probably going to be a little salty that his record was broken. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I think he's going to be happy. The fact that, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a gopher and, and he's able to, kind of pass it on, but uh, it was kind of funny to kind of hear that comment, and and other people that know him said, yeah, he's he's probably going to be a little upset uh, that it got broke, Uh, and, you know, Ariel did, like I said, did it against Wisconsin, and and Ben said that he told Elijah, hey, man, I want to see that when the Big Ten season starts up, so it was great to see. It kind of really made a nice Uh, Storyline for last night's game, but he's got to continue that when it really matters.
1: I'll I'll say this: I've been critical of of the Gopher guards, and I think you know this, Andy. We talked about this before. I mean, between Hawkins and Mitchell Jr. and Christie, like guys have to play at a different level. Like this is what 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 we're, and I know it's IUPUI, but that has to translate. And I'm not saying 17 assists has to translate, but just in terms of like taking care of the basketball, in terms of being able to knock down shots. And I think that the onus. And the scrutiny is going to be, you know, tenfold now because Carrington, we'll, we'll see when he eventually returns or if he returns, uh, you know, it's it's going to be heavy, weigh heavily on those guys. So moving forward. And then after the game last night, was there any update on Dawson Garcia and his uh, his situation with, with the injury?
3: Yeah. Uh, ben says that he's progressing pretty well. Obviously, they, you know, he got hurt in the Nebraska game. Uh, miss the Florida Gulf Coast game, miss the IUPUI game. Uh, and then after last night, they've got, I think, a nine- or ten-day break yep. uh, for finals, and then they'll they'll start back up again. So you know, given the level of competition and the opportunity to have 10 more days uh, rest was certainly something that Ben was factoring in and, and keeping Dawson out. He says that it's sooner rather than later. Uh, he's making good progress. I don't know if he'll be back for Ball State on, what is it, the 21st or something. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think that it's looking like he'll be ready for when they go uh, out of Michigan on uh, on the 4th for sure. So, yeah, obviously he's their best player. Uh, they need him. He's got an incredibly high usage rate. Um, so his, his return is, is uh, much needed.
1: All right, final thing, Andy. Uh, thumbs up or thumbs down? Do you send out Christmas cards, yes or no?
3: Uh, we do send out Christmas cards. Yes! Um, we've done it, yeah. My wife and I have done it for a number of years. Uh, We didn't do it last year because we had this big, bold plan uh, to do it, but we didn't execute it. So then we didn't send out cards, and now it's the 13th of December and we haven't sent them out. Uh So there's some nervous anxiety in my house right now. So uh, we really got to get our our stuff together and get those out because she's worried that if we don't send it out this year, our friends aren't going to send us anymore, and then we're really going to be missing out.
1: And just to be clear, we're talking about physical cards, right? We're not talking about the digital stuff.
3: No, man. Physical cards in the mail. Yeah, that whole bit. We've, yes. I, I'm just telling her she's got this grand plan and it didn't work last year. I'm just like, let's just send out a card and maybe we can do it next year. But she she wants to go big with it. So we'll see if it happens or not.
1: So you might good. be losing
3: friends, Henry. You might be
1: losing friends over there. <laughs> no, no. People have to be understanding, man. We will not judge you. This is a judgment free zone, right? Like 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 Planet Fitness, right? This is a judgment free zone. Hey, I appreciate the time. You, go ahead.
3: Are you a, are you a holiday card
1: guy? So I have never I don't think that I've sent out no I so so I am pro sending out holiday cards. I am not somebody that has done it personally myself. Um, because I'm, I'm a single guy. I don't take pictures every yeah, year. Yeah. I don't like, I'm not yeah. against it. I love it. I, you know, that was the, our lead topic tonight is talking about being pro, you know, giving out the physical cards. My dad sends out a ton of them every single year. I will say this. There was actually, let me rephrase that or correct myself. There was one year I did send out cards, but that was about 10 years ago. And you know, uh, the reason why I did it was because me, uh, my sister, who lives in LA, and my father—we all took pictures over the holidays, and we sent them out that year. So, so maybe I'll do it again here this year.
3: Uh, that one year must have been a huge surprise for everybody. They must have loved that one.
1: Yeah, I know, right? I, I'm not the most photogenic, so <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm I, I need to go. I, I need to go to Target and just buy some because I'm not the most photogenic guy in the world.
3: <laughs> no, that's not true at all, man. That's not true at all. Oh man, hey Andy, yeah, um... go ahead. Yeah, for sure. No, I think that's I think that's great, man. I mean, like you said, no pressure. You know, that's what I gotta tell no my pressure.
1: wife. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure. Hey, Andy, man, a pleasure to have you back on the show. I don't know if I'll talk to you before uh, Christmas, but uh, if I do, I do. And if I don't, happy holidays to you and yours, and Merry Christmas, man. Yeah, same to you, Henry. All right, take, take care. care. That's Andy Greeter from the St. Paul Pioneer Press joining us here on The Lake Show. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Final couple of minutes to wrap up our 1.